Today is the 29th day of December. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I'm Brian. It is great to be here with you as we sail through these last couple of days of the year and and disembark from the journey that we've been on all year. Obviously, and of course, we'll be beginning a new journey into a new year. But we are, we are on the home stretch. So we've got a brand new week, and before this week is over, we will have entered a new year and a new decade. So new is all around us, and we will be experiencing the coming of the new uh, this this week in, uh, in profound ways. If we'll pay attention. And one way that we certainly do pay attention to what's going on inside of ourselves and in our lives is to pay attention to what the scriptures are teaching us each and every day. Which is why we come around the global campfire in community and share this time every day. So uh, today, the next step forward will take us back into the book of Zechariah. This week we'll read from the Christian Standard Bible, and today Zechariah chapter 14. Look, a day belonging to the Lord is coming when the plunder taken from you will be divided in your presence. I will gather all the nations against Jerusalem for battle. The city will be captured, the houses looted, and the women raped. Half the city will go into exile, but the rest of the people will not be removed from the city. Then the Lord will go out to fight against those nations as he fights on a day of battle. On that day his feet will stand on the Mount of Olives, which faces Jerusalem on the east. The Mount of Olives will be split in half from east to west, forming a huge valley, so that half the mountain will move to the north and half to the south. You will flee by my mountain valley, for the valley of the mountains will extend to Azal. You will flee as you fled from the earthquake in the days of King Uzziah of Judah. Then the Lord my God will come, and all the holy ones with him. On that day there will be no light. The sunlight and moonlight will diminish. It will be a unique day known only to the Lord, without day or night, but there will be light at evening. On that day, living water will flow out from Jerusalem, half of it toward the eastern sea and the other half toward the western sea in summer and winter alike. On that day the Lord will become king over the whole earth, the Lord alone, and his name alone. All the land from Giba to Ramon south of Jerusalem will be changed into a plain, but Jerusalem will be raised up and will remain on its site from the Benjamin gate to the place of the first gate to the corner gate and from the tower of Hananel to the royal wine presses. People will live there, and never again will there be a curse 
of complete destruction. So Jerusalem will dwell in security. This will be the plague with which the Lord strikes all the people who have warred against Jerusalem. Their flesh will rot while they stand on their feet. Their eyes will rot in their sockets and their tongues will rot in their mouths. On that day, a great panic from the Lord will be among them, so that each will seize the hand of another and the hand of one will rise against the other. Judah will also fight at Jerusalem and the wealth of all the surrounding nations will be collected gold, silver, and clothing in great abundance. The same plague as the previous one will strike the horses, mules, camels, donkeys, and all the animals that are in those camps. Then all the survivors from the nations that came against Jerusalem will go up year after year to worship the King, the Lord of Armies, and to celebrate the festival of shelters. Should any of the families of the earth not go up to Jerusalem to worship the king, the Lord of armies, rain will not fall on them. And if the people of Egypt will not go up and enter, then rain will not fall on them. This will be the plague the Lord inflicts on the nations who do not go up to celebrate the festival of shelters. This will be the punishment of Egypt and all the nations that do not go up to celebrate the festival of shelters. On that day, the words, Holy to the Lord, will be on the bells of the horses. The pots in the house of the Lord will be like the sprinkling basins before the altar. Every pot in Jerusalem and in Judah will be holy to the Lord of armies. All who sacrifice will come and use the pots to cook in, and on that day there will no longer be a Canaanite in the house of the Lord of Armies. Revelation 20 Then I saw an angel coming down from heaven holding the key to the abyss and a great chain in his hand. He seized the dragon, that ancient serpent who is the devil and Satan, and bound him for a thousand years. He threw him into the abyss, closed it, and put a seal on it so that he would no longer deceive the nations until the thousand years were completed. After that, he must be released for a short time. Then I saw thrones, and people seated on them, who were given authority to judge. I also saw the souls of those who had been beheaded because of their testimony about Jesus, and because of the word of God, who had not worshipped the beast or his image, and who had not accepted the mark on their foreheads or their hands. They came to life and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. The rest of the dead did not come to life until the thousand years were completed. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is the one who shares 
in the first resurrection. The second death has no power over them, but they will be priests of God and of Christ, and they will reign with him for a thousand years. When the thousand years are completed, Satan will be released from his prison and will go out to deceive the nations at the four corners of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them for battle. Their number is like the sand of the sea. They came up across the breadth of the earth and surrounded the encampment of the saints, the beloved city. Then fire came down from heaven and consumed them. The devil who deceived them was thrown into the lake of fire and sulfur where the beast and the false prophet are. And they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. And I saw a great white throne and one seated on it. Earth and heaven fled from his presence and no place was found for them. I also saw the dead, the great and the small, standing before the throne, and books were opened. Another book was opened, which is the book of life, and the dead were judged according to their works, by what was written in the books. Then the sea gave up the dead that were in it, and death and Hades gave up the dead that were in them. Each one was judged according to their works. Death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. This is the second death, the lake of fire. And anyone whose name was not found written in the book of life was thrown into the lake of fire. Psalm 148. Creation's Praise of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise Him in the heights. Praise Him all His angels. Praise Him all His heavenly armies. Praise Him, sun and moon. Praise Him all you shining stars. Praise Him, highest heavens, and you waters above the heavens. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for He commanded and they were created. He set them in position forever and ever. He gave an order that will never pass away. Praise the Lord from the earth, all sea monsters and ocean depths, lightning and hail, snow and cloud, stormy wind that executes his command, mountains and all hills, fruit trees and all cedars, wild animals and all cattle, creatures that crawl and flying birds, kings of the earth and all peoples, princes and all judges of the earth, young men as well as young women, old and young together. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for His name alone is exalted. His majesty covers heaven and earth. He has raised up a horn for His people.
resulting in praise to all his faithful ones, to the Israelites, the people close to him. Hallelujah. Proverbs 31, 8 and 9. Speak up for those who have no voice, for the justice of all who are dispossessed. Speak up, judge righteously, and defend the cause of the oppressed and needy. All right, let's let's talk about justice. Because uh, this is an important, important thing to talk about as we move into a new year and as we're considering our priorities and the things that we're resolving to accomplish in the new year. And the idea of justice <laughs> may not be on the short list of New Year's resolutions. And the word itself immediately takes us into the political arena. And so that can get supercharged in a quick minute but that's not actually where we're going here uh we're talking about this because the bible brought this up today for us to talk about the bible in the last chapter of the book of proverbs told us speak up for those who have no voice for the justice of all who are dispossessed, speak up, judge righteously, and defend the cause of the oppressed and needy. So I suppose globally and culturally we could, uh, you know, we could politicize this and start bending it to our will, but that's that's not the that's not the point that I'm trying. That's not what we're doing here. We have been instructed from the scriptures and the scriptures have spoken into our lives and so it's up to us to figure out what we're supposed to do with what the bible is telling us so the proverb isn't like uh, dispensing suggestions for a more comfortable life or isn't just kind of stating things that might be good to aim toward it it's actually giving action words to what it's saying, right? So speak up is an action, right? Speak up for those who have no voice. In other words, be the voice of the voiceless. Speak up for the justice of all who are dispossessed. Speak up, judge righteously. These are actions and defend this is an action the cause of the oppressed and needy so the voice of wisdom isn't giving us things to think about the voice of wisdom is suggesting things that must be participated in and it's super easy to get very surfacy and 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 uh and get very supercharged and get the rhetoric starts flying and the tonky points come out, right? And 
Oh, and as we move here in the United States into a new year that happens to be an election year, then it's just going to, you know, it's just going to get louder and louder and louder. So here we are kind of out in front of all that. And here's the Bible saying, you know, wisdom would be that that justice was on your radar. Like I said at the beginning, you know, th th this kind of thing, like justice, this probably isn't on our on our New Year's uh, you know, re resolution list. But that doesn't mean it's not important for the new year. It's very important for the new year because uh, because the sense of justice that we have, that that shapes us, the sense of what is right and what is wrong and what is just and what is unjust. And we have spent uh, uh, this entire year working our way through the stories in the Bible and some of them very, very in-depth. And so we have seen what happens to people when, when justice is blurred, when justice is suppressed. And if we ignore this idea of justice, then we're ignoring something that we believe is a foundational or fundamental characteristic of the God that we serve. We believe that he is just and good and that his mercy endures forever. So, so it's, not, it's not something we can just ignore or just think that it has nothing to do with us that the way that we participate in justice is to cast a vote. Or the way that we participate in justice is to stand back and ask God to be just and bring his justice to the poor and needy. But we've been on a journey together all year. And the Bible has never given us those kinds of instructions about anything. Uh, instead of that, if we begin to understand what we've learned from the Bible this year, then we've then we've become aware that the voice of wisdom is calling out from every corner and those who are looking for her will find her. And we've been told that the Holy Spirit, the same one that raised Jesus from the dead, the Spirit of the Almighty God indwells us, is within us and is transforming us day by day, setting us apart as holy, sanctifying us to him. We are his hands and feet. We are the flesh and bone that brings God's light and blessing to the earth. And one of those blessings are supposed to be that, that, that the poor and, and helpless are treated justly, especially if they have no voice. And, and how that hits us and w what that means for our lives in the coming year, I, I have no idea. It, it will be different for all of us, but we shouldn't just get sucked into that this idea is only a political idea. These are the ways of God's kingdom. This is what he's asking us to participate in. And 
it, it, it may not be waving signs, right? It may be just finding a, the needy and helping, however, however possible. I, I, I'm not here to say, like, here are the three fundamental ways we should participate in this, and here's what we should do, and, and here's what God's going to do because of that. Proverbs is speaking the voice of ancient and deep wisdom into our lives, an ancient and deep wisdom, the wisdom of God, uh, says that justice matters to humanity. It is our dignity. It is the work of God through us in this world. And it's being brought up because the Proverbs have brought it up today, like on this day. But this is a great day for it to be brought up because we're thinking about what the new year is going to look like. And this needs to be a category. Not so much a category that we, you know, have outlined uh, all of the different things that we might do, but a category to invite God into. God, how do I look at this world and see through your eyes what would be just and righteous? And then how can I in my life participate in that what does that look like for me in the coming year how can i simply be aware that would be a good posture as we pray ourselves into this new year and so father we're at this threshold of a shiny sparkly new week and we're walking into this new week and it's going to lead us into a new year and as we move into that new year, it's going to lead us into a new decade. And so big new beginnings are upon us. And uh, the Proverbs have brought up this idea of uh, the voiceless and the helpless and, uh, and, and, and our posture toward them. And so we invite your Holy Spirit to begin speaking to us in this regard and to begin opening our eyes and breaking our hearts in this regard so that our hearts and our motives and the trajectory of our lives lines up with your will and your heart. We are your children. After all, you have adopted us and made us your sons and daughters and turned us loose upon this world to reflect your glory upon it. And part of that is that we pay attention to justice. And so come Holy Spirit in whatever way that you want to, in whatever situations you allow us to encounter in the new year, we ask that you help us be awake and aware. We pray this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com is home base. It's the website. It's where you find out what's going on around here. Can you believe it? Like, this is the last Sunday of the year. The last uh, beginning of a week for a decade. So that's kind of what's going on around here is all the preparations uh, to, uh, well, to turn this ship around and get ready to set sail again in a few days. And just all, all of the activity that goes around that, as well as just moments of trying to be 
thoughtful and, uh, and reflecting and reflective over all that has uh, taken place in the last year. So you're probably doing the same thing. I mentioned that yesterday. You're probably doing the same similar. We all kind of do similar things as we prepare to uh, turn a page and move into a new year. So I hope you are encouraged and excited about the journey in front of us as we begin again in a few days. If you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible in these remaining days of the year, thank you, thank you, thank you with all of my heart. There is a link on the homepage at dailyaudiobible.com. If you're using the app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner. Or the mailing address, if you prefer, is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or comment, you can just press the hotline button, the little red button in the app at the top, and uh, begin to share from there. Or you can dial 877-942-4253. And that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here. Tomorrow. Good evening, Daily Audio Bible family. My name is Betty. I've called in the past uh, about my son, Nathan. And I'm calling once again to ask uh, for my prayer warrior friends to pray for my son. Uh, since... Since October, he's been diagnosed with uh, disassociative fugue, um, schizophrenia, um, catatonia. Uh, and anyway, he is in the hospital right now for the third time. He was um, brought to the hospital on Friday night by crisis services. Um, and as I hear the report today, he is not eating, not drinking, not taking his medicine, unresponsive, somewhat catatonic again. And I, I'm just praying that God can reach him in this state and pull him through once again. So please join me in, in uh, my prayer to have Nathan restored to, um, to where he was once before, but even better because of having the knowledge of Christ in him. Thank you, DAB family. Hey guys, this is Cindy, the silver lining miner from Seattle, and I'm up early this morning working on this report for my soon-to-be old manager, and I'm so grateful for that. So that's a praise that I got a new job, and I'll be moving on, and um, I'm praying that I'll have the grace in this transition. I'm so angry and so hurt about what's happened and the performance improvement plan my boss put me on last summer. It's been pretty traumatic and I've lost a lot of uh, good stress-free time and summer with my kids. So it's hard not to be hurt and want to transition and, you know, be passive aggressive, but I'm really trying to be Christ-like in this transition. I also wanted to praise the Daily Audio Bible. I'm way behind, uh, but it's like wonderful to be doing these reports and things that I'm having to complete while I transition. It's just a beautiful thing, and I'm catching up. I'm on December 11th, and um, it's so nice to hear everybody, and I'm grateful for all the prayers and all the support. 
Um, while I still have a chance, I'd like to pray for the Australian woman who called. Uh, continued healing for your brother, your sister-in-law, and God's grace and love finds Danny and the kids. Uh, to D in College Station, I pray for peace in your heart and savoring the love that you shared with your dearly departed husband and also reconnection with Roxanne this Christmas. I'm praying for Rebecca in Kansas to find a godly Christian man who loves you as you are and really loves your kid. To Bob Kelly in Nicaragua, thanks for your note about information, revelation, and transformation. Praying for you. Summer in Ohio for renewed strength and God's grace. Asia from Chicago, I'm praying for all the homeless as well. Thanks for that prayer. Sherry in Kansas, thanks for the Hi, good morning, DAB. This is Kim in recovery. I just want to pray for Mary. I heard her today. She lost her husband and just um, hurt my heart to know that you are um, going to be hurting. And, um, you know, sometimes it's time. And Lord, I I know I'm going to just pray for Mary that you give her the comfort that only you can give, Lord. And pray for other people that have lost um, their life partner, their spouse, someone really close to them during this holiday season. Let's just pray. God, I just want to lift up Mary and other people that are hurting uh, with grief and loss of um, someone very close to them that they've loved so deeply. Lord, we know that you are the comforter and that you can wrap your arms around um, these people and show them the compassion and the healing that that's going to take, Lord, to to get over this this period of time that um, that is is difficult. Lord, we pray for your strength. We pray for you to be their refuge. And uh, we just want to um, bless her and take care of her and have your hands and feet come around her and guide her. In Jesus' name, amen. I would like to lift up Mary right now who lost her husband a couple of days ago. Oh, my heart breaks for you, Mary. Um, I can't imagine what you must be feeling right now. So I ask Holy Spirit that you will wrap your loving arms around her and her family members and that they can really sense your presence and that you really touch her heart and heal her and be with her in her grieving. Be with all involved in their grieving. I just pray that she will really sense your love and your presence and your healing in the midst of all this and that she will even find hope and peace because of your wonderful grace. I pray that in Jesus' name. This is Karen from Washington. Well, hello from beautiful Cincinnati, Ohio. This is Daniel Johnson, Jr. I've been trying to um, send a message through the app. It hasn't been going through, apparently. Um, So I'm calling back in here. Um, Merry Christmas to you guys. And also want to um, just ask for some prayer. Um, My mother, two years ago, had uh, a very serious uh, thing going on with her heart failure. And uh, she recently had gotten on some other medicine and wound up having a very bad fall fortunately her she's okay just a little very disoriented and uh they wound up having to call the uh, um life squad to come and uh, take care of her and she wanted to be okay just a little very just very scary you know moment for her uh for me i spent um the last week from the december 7th through the 13th 
in the um, hospital. I went to the emergency dis uh, department because I myself was having shortness of breath. It turns out that I have heart failure, 49 years old. It's uh, turned out that it's a more of a genetic thing or something that's not related to my arteries, but I get to live with this now. And, you know, I hear, just wanted to just, you know, I, I refuse to let myself be defined by this. And I want to continue to work toward uh, living, you know, within my diet and within my uh, fluid intake and taking my medicines so that I can have, you know, as much heart function as possible. Um, I just want to encourage everybody who is dealing with something that is a chronic thing not to define yourself by it. You are not, it would be the same thing as saying, I am cold, I am flu, I am bipolar. You know, you don't, you are not your illness. I remember one of my doctors uh, many years ago saying, you are not your illness. You may have an illness, but you're not your illness. So please pray for us. God bless you from beautiful Cincinnati, Ohio. This is Daniel Johnson, Jr. Make it a great day. Hey, DAB family. This is Byron out in Florida. I just wanted to call and say thank you. Thank you to Brian. Thank you to Jill. Thank you to the Harden family. And thank you to the whole DAB community. Uh, it's been an interesting year for me, and I have made many, many prayer requests to the line recently. And everything that you guys prayed over has turned out well. So thank you. Thank you so much for that. It's so amazing that the Lord allows us to have this thing, this DAB thing that we all get to take advantage of and even participate in. Uh, today's reading was from the book of Haggai, and the message was pretty pointed. Do we give to God? Do we honor Him before we honor ourselves? And it begs the question, if we're really good about regularly funding things or anything that gives us love, life, value, joy, peace, and the DAB, are we really giving to God? Are we really honoring Him first? God enables us to give, not because He needs the money, but because He wants us to participate in His joy. And so we have this opportunity to be like God, to give life, to give hope, to give peace, to give the everlasting word. So why hold back on that? Take a look at what you're putting your money to and see if you can prioritize the DAP. I've gotten back much, much more than I ever put in. And I just praise God for his faithfulness and love. Love you guys. Talk to you later.